Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the 44th episode of the Cine Snobcast, the one-stop shop for movie and TV news, recent releases, reviews, and all things entertainment. I am one of your hosts, Michael Amaral, and I'm joined, as always, by... Uh, Jeff. Jeff. Geo is in New Hampshire? Yeah, New yeah. Hampshire. Probably uh, amateur treasure hunt. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure he brought his mellow detector with him. <laughs> He's on vacation with the Cades. Yes. Um... So he will not be joining us this week, but we got plenty of stuff to talk about because we didn't do an episode last week because of America. Yep, vacation. So um, I don't know about you, but I watched a shit ton of stuff in the past oh, two I weeks. Watched, it's I gonna take us an much. hour and a half just to get through what we watched, <laughs> and it's only me and you. Yep. <laughs> but um, you want to just go back and forth, or you you want to just rail off everything you've watched? Um. I think it will go quicker if we just go rail it off. Okay. Um, go ahead, man. You can go first. You want me to go first? Sure. Because right. that's probably stuff I've, I've watched that you watched too. So First and foremost, uh, I banged out Stranger Things in two days, three days. Started on Thursday when it came out. Yep. Finished it Saturday. Um, we're going to do a review about it, so I don't want to talk about it that much. But it's right. it's incredible. I absolutely loved it. Yeah, this season's been really good. Um. It's just definitely better than the second season. Oh yeah, I, I might it like it more than the first. Yeah, my son was saying the same thing. Like, it's like his favorite season to me. Like the first season is good because it was new, right? But content wise and character development wise and story wise, I think right. three is stronger. Right. And just season three, this is probably did um, Haunting of Hill House come out this year or was that last year? Last year. I think Stranger Things season three is the best season of television I've seen this year. So far this season? Yeah. So far. Yeah, I'm trying to think. That and When They See Us. Because I I did finish When They See Us. Oh, you did. So those two things. And When They See Us, I don't count. I count as as like a limited, almost like a movie. Like a movie. Yeah. Um, But Stranger Things season three. Oh, it's so good. Unbelievable. It's like I I was telling you before. It's a love letter to 80s action movies. slasher yep. horror movies from the 80s i mean there's so many references to movies that i love so i'm I'm all about it um and i haven't finished it yet though i got two more episodes yeah you gotta trying finish to it. save them the end is amazing yeah i can't wait yeah but we'll do a review on stranger things season three when geo gets back hopefully he'll watch the whole thing um something else i started and finished in the last two weeks is uh, umbrella academy okay i really enjoyed it you did um, it, 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 it's basically the modern day uh, Doom Patrol, comic book wise. Oh, okay. So the person that created um, Umbrella Academy actually did a run with Doom Patrol. Oh, cool. And it's very similar. The lead singer of My Chemical Romance. Is it? Oh, yeah, yeah Gerard Way. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> so yeah, he did a run in comic books with Doom Patrol, and then he developed Umbrella Academy. So I, I really enjoyed Umbrella Academy. I didn't really expect much going into it. Yep. I was like, oh, it's an I'm watching a lot of stuff that um, has really good cinematography right now. Like, I'm just on a kick of watching all the shit that's out that has the best cinematography. Kind of like studying. Yep. But, and Umbrella Academy is definitely one of them. It's another, I think it's the only other show on Netflix that's been shot with the new Oh, really? Alexa LF. And it is an incredible looking show. And it's actually a pretty good story like story wise character wise i enjoyed it it's cool there's a lot of good action sequences great soundtrack yeah it didn't grab me the first episode i don't know maybe i was watching my wife try it out and uh this is about a month months ago probably when it first yeah, it came, came out. out a while ago yeah 
I don't know, it's just the first episode and grab it. Maybe I wasn't just in the right, you know, frame of mind to watch it, but um it took me a little while to truly get invested into the story. Yep. Like um I liked it from episode one, but it took a couple episodes for me to like really be into it. Um but once you get through a few episodes, there's a lot of good like action sequences with awesome song choices that they picked to right. play during the action sequences. Um yeah, and, and the characters are really interesting. So Umbrella Academy, I would recommend. Yeah, I might jump back on after watching Doom Patrol because I know it's very similar in premise. Now I really want to watch Doom Patrol because I enjoyed Umbrella yeah. Academy. And Doom Patrol is shot on the same camera too. Really? Yeah. Oh, that's cool. I did not know that. Um, Let's see, more shows that I watched. I didn't. Oh, I finished The Punisher. Season one. Oh, you got through it. Yeah. Uh, it gets good. It does. Towards the end. I like season one. Uh, season two is kind of a slog. Yeah, I might, I might not even watch and it. And it's so long. I think if they... Yeah, the season, even season up, one was 13 episodes, bit. and it was that was way too many episodes. It's too many episodes. Yeah. I, I yeah, like, Really good shows, you're like, oh, man, after eight, you're like, oh, I wish I was, there was more. Yeah. I think eight to <laughs> ten, think 10 is, is like, like the eight sweet Eight to spot. ten is the sweet spot. Yeah. I think uh, Stranger Things at eight is incredible. It's perfect. Perfect. They told that story in the perfect amount of time yep if it was any longer episode. or any or any less it would have been too much right because some people think like season two had like that yeah, filler, filler episode. yeah there was no filler in this it was everything meant it was supposed to be there um yeah no i mean the pacing of that show is incredible i mm-hmm. mean I, I i if it wasn't if it was it's because of my wife and kid i'd i've already i would have completed it already <laughs> but uh they're just on a one to two episode diet at this moment so <laughs> i can't wait to finish it um but yeah punisher i i liked it the last two three two or three episodes it's really good yeah no i like the first season a lot um john bernthal kills it as, yeah if they ever bring the punisher back they have to bring him back Dolph <laughs> <laughs> um i also watched last night i started the extended version of the hateful eight. Oh, because i've never seen the hateful eight that's right. They just put out the extended but, version. Yeah, Tarantino's cut. It's yeah, almost four hours, it. and it's, it's broken down into four. four episodes. Really? Yeah, it's like a it's like a limited series. Oh wow! I am loving it. Yeah, that movie is awesome. The movie is awesome. Like I really, I want to like finish it. Yep. Like as soon as possible, because I, I was I was totally hooked, but I was like, it's eleven o'clock, and I already watched two hours of it, and I'm like, this is another two hours of this movie. I like so, how they brought broke it down to episodes, though. Yeah. You don't feel like you're. Uh, you know, cutting it, you know, mm-hmm. shutting it down at the wrong, yeah. wrong moment. Yeah, exactly. Oh, I'm definitely going to check it out. I've seen that movie once, the whole thing, and I think I've just seen bits and pieces before, but... Uh, you want to talk about incredible cinematography? Yeah, Holy no. shit, that I movie mean, is shot. Film that... Uh, in the 70, Panavision 70, 70 millimeter. millimeter. Yeah, the movie hasn't been shot in Panavision uh, 70 since 50-something years ago. So it was like the first movie to do that again. Nice. And it looks... So good. I wish I would have went and go see it uh, in the theater. Yeah, they they projected 70, it. 70 millimeter. Yeah, in the 70 millimeter. Yeah, that would have been awesome. I, I'm so excited for uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. I know, me too. Yeah, I, I was just listening to a podcast where uh, Quentin Tarantino was on. And uh, like I told you, he owns the New Beverly Cinema in Los mm-hmm. Angeles. And he uh, programs the calendar every month. And this month he's programmed all kinds of like old 60s and 70s movies that influenced Once Upon, uh, a, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. So, I, man, I wish I was in L.A. just just to go to that cinema. 
Uh, but man, he his he's such a film historian. Oh yeah, it's like he knows, all genres. He knows it doesn't too even much. Matter, like anything, <laughs> musicals, comedies, Grindhouse. Yeah, yeah it's his ridiculous. brain only knows that. <laughs> And nothing and nothing right. else. It's just filled with cinema knowledge. I'm definitely going to go see that movie in the theater. Oh, yeah. I got to go see that in the theater. Because I regret so much not watching The Hateful Eight I know. in theater. Yes. Because I, I was watching it last night. I was like, oh, my God. I can't believe I didn't watch this in the in the theater. That's a that's an awesome winter movie, too. Yeah. I know you, you know, it just came out, the extended version. Yeah. But uh, definitely. Trapped like, inside. Yeah. It's perfect. It is perfect. And Kurt Russell kills it yeah he's really good yeah, in it. it's awesome i feel like everyone is really good in yeah it. sam jackson um oh i forget the guy that was in vice principal uh the guy that anyway. won best supporting actor in django i don't remember his name he plays the the hangman oh yes and he's also in glorious bastards yeah. as well yep he's great in yeah it. he is awesome. and what's her name the i don't know her name the girl oh, in it she just she gets a shit kick out of her the whole time so much <laughs> I can't remember her name, but she's so good in that movie. Yeah, she's incredible. Yeah, excellent movie. I'm definitely going to check that extended version out. Um. All right, so I watched... Actually, real quick, I watched this movie called Five Feet Apart because Callie wanted to watch it. It's a chick flick. Kind of sucked. Moving on. <laughs> Midsummer came out, right? Yes. July 3rd, nor 2nd. One of those days, Midsummer came Second. out. We've been talking about it for months I need to go see this movie. I'm disappointed in myself that I haven't gone to Me see too. it yet. I need, I'm need. i going to go see it. But I watched two movies in preparation for it. One being uh, 1968, I want to say, Witchfinder General. Oh, my God. I love that movie. <laughs> it's good. I love it. It's Vincent Price's best role ever. <laughs> Is he the, the Witchfinder yes. General? Oh, okay. He plays Matthew Hopkins. <laughs> Um, I didn't know you were going to get into Witchfinder General. I, I love it. It's it's definitely you know folk horror. Oh, it's as folk horror as yes, it gets. Yeah, and very weird. Oh yeah. Um, but it was good. I enjoyed it. Yep. And then I watched the ultimate folk horror movie, The Wicker Man, the original. I had never seen this movie before, and holy shit, I love this movie so <laughs> it's much. So awesome. <laughs> Like, this movie has everything that I want in a movie. Yes. Like, weird cult shit. Some real strange weird... Uh, yeah. Like, like, when I tell you, if you if you just caught that movie at certain parts, you would think it would be a musical. Yeah. Because it's just, like, Callie breaks was out. was studying, like. and I was watching it with headphones on. <laughs> so she would just look up at the screen every once in a while, and yes. she'd be like, what the fuck are you watching? Because there are some weird things in that movie. But... It's a slow burn. Yes. Just like a like a dreadful slow burn occult um awesome movie. Yeah, and Christopher Lee as Lord Smile. Yeah, he's awesome. Awesome. What did I tell you about his hair? His hair is <laughs> awesome. <completely> wacky. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm so happy I watched that movie because so I know good. like everyone says it's like oh that's the folk horror. That's like the the beginning of true folk horror, yep. you know. So I, I had to watch it. And the the Brit the scene where Brit Eklund, uh the girl that plays Willow the naked dance musical scene. Yep, yep, yep. That's not her. Oh, yeah, I knew yeah, that. somebody yep, else, yeah. Yep, yep, It's a stunt, though. Because that's one of the most iconic It's scenes. like her butt or something. Yeah. She didn't want to show her butt. Right. That's funny. Oh, I love that movie. I, I knew it, times. too, when I was watching I was like, that is definitely not no. her. <laughs> the cut was, it's way too obvious. They added that afterwards. Oh, really? Yeah. That's funny. But, yeah, and the, and the end, such an iconic scene yeah. at the end. And, like, that that was really a ritual that they used to do. Not, yeah, yeah. Not burn people, yeah. but uh, 
They do it still, right? In um in in different ways, yeah. 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 It's because of the movie too, isn't it? There's like the Wicker Man festival well, that, or something like that. Um, like I know it was influenced Isles, by something. The Summer Isles, they they have like their own rituals, their own kind of religion that they believe in. Mm-hmm. They do a bunch of they they have done that Wicker Man ritual in other ways. Yep. Um that Wicker Man that they built for that was pretty original. Yeah. Um and, and they really a real burned it. Structure that they yeah. built and burnt. Yeah. yeah, it's it's a fantastic movie. I it was is reading weird, it. strange, um, a lot of religious paranoia going on. Mm-hmm. Uh, I loved it. Love yeah. the rewatch too. I was. Um, if you want to go see Midsummer, that one is definitely the movie you should watch in preparation for it. Yeah, I think the Wicker Man. Very close to it. Yeah, I have a feeling. Even like the thing in the Midsummer poster, like the pole mm-hmm. with the wreath on top. Yep. It, it, that's in the Wicker Man, that yep. like that thing, you know. Um, so yeah, Wicker Man, highly. Yeah, I'm glad you watched that. Recommend. Awesome. And I was so into it when it was over. I was like, well, I gotta look up research and shit. When I like look stuff up after a movie, yeah, you know, that's when I know I really enjoyed it. Yes, <laughs> I've watched the special features on that, and the amazing thing is Christopher Lee was a pretty, uh, how would I say, a pretty expensive actor to mm. get. He said that's his favorite role he's ever been. Yeah, in. and the budget on this was so low, yeah. they couldn't afford him. He actually, and he even has, still has the contract. He got paid nothing to do this movie. I, I think I read that. Yeah. Yep. He liked the script so much yep. that he's like, I'm just going to do it. Do it for nothing. And he said that's his favorite role he's ever been in. Yep. Because he played Dracula for all these Hamahara films mm-hmm. where he had like zero lines. <laughs> and he was so fed up of playing Dracula, he just needed something else to do. Yeah. And that's why he took it. He was awesome in it. Yeah. Fantastic movie. Uh, I think that's all I watched. I th- yeah, I think that this, I think there's more, but I can't remember it because it's been two weeks. Um, real quick TV stuff I've been watching: Stranger Things on episode six. Like you know, already said enough about that. The other show we, that I've been watching that I think is getting better by the episode is uh, The Handmaid's Tale season three. Oh, okay, and you want to talk about cinematography? Yeah, yeah, yeah. that this show's season always had go- is good incredible. Like yeah. some of the visuals that. He's captured. It's freaking amazing. Mm-hmm. Like I know I was making fun of Elizabeth Moss uh, Moss's uh, face throughout yeah, this yeah. whole season, and she still continues to have that sour push. But I'm think the cinematography in the show is crazy, and I think the plot is starting to get a little bit better at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I've been watching that. That's mostly the TV I've been watching. Well, I, I was on vacation all week. So I think the first day on vacation, it was raining outside. I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to binge movies all day. <laughs> uh, the first two that I uh, caught was uh, my uh, shutter plug for the week. One was uh, a movie called Vi. Have you seen it on Shutter yet? No. From 1967. It's a folk horror movie. It's also the, the first official Soviet era horror movie uh, in the USSR. Huh. Um, it's a very strange movie. Uh, kind of reminds me of like a Mario Bava movie where like the art direction, it's almost like surreal fantasy. Uh, I wouldn't say it's a great movie. Definitely it's worth a watch only for the scenes. Well, it's, it's, it's about this uh, seminary and, and uh, uh, this house of seminaries and they're uh, on summer vacation or whatever. And he finds this home that he wants to stay in. And this beautiful woman or this old woman turns out to be a witch. 
and he ends up killing her and this witch comes back to haunt him later on and he's asked to preside over this wake the witch now is beautiful woman Mm. and some famous landowner's daughter and he wants this seminary to um you know read scripture during her wake and the best thing about this movie is the three nights that he has to spend inside this church uh reading scripture to her because he she just haunts the shit out of him (laughs) and at the end it's like this surreal fantasy thing where people are climbing out of the walls it's decent it's it's worth a watch not a great movie the other one i watched is called necks of kin um it, that episode i was talking about that that documentary i saw oz the ozploitation yeah, yeah the one movie i took away from it i needed to watch and it's like quentin Tarant- one of quentin tarantino's favorite horror films from australia it's next of kin this is like a low budget the shining really it's so good so yes. i like it yes <laughs> i think you will is it on shutter it's on shutter oh, yeah cool. it just came out this month Oh, it uh, came out yeah, this month. It's not a new movie by any oh, means. Oh, well, well, oh, no, it's, it's not shuttered. a new movie. Yeah. Um, it came out in 1982. Oh, okay. Um, it's about this girl. Same, almost the same time as The Shining. Yeah, that was 1980, 81. Yeah. I think it was 80. Uh, she just takes over an elderly retirement home because her, her mother pass, passes away and she inherits it. And she starts reading her mother's diary and things that start happening while she's reading it. Uh, but it's it's got a lot of suspense, very atmospheric. Mm. Um, there's some. It, it, it turns almost into almost like a slasher at the end. It's not a slasher movie, mm. but just like The Shining, mm-hmm. kind of turns into like a stalk and slash. Yeah, yeah. Same thing with this movie. Uh, it's it's definitely a cult classic. I'll definitely watch it again. I loved it. The one thing I love about this movie so much is the score is absolutely amazing. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I had to find out who did it. And it's by this guy called Klaus Schultz, who's a German uh, synthesizer musician. It's amazing. So I looked him up and he's got like this huge catalog of albums from like all the way from the early 70s till, oh, I don't know, probably now. Yeah. Never heard of him. <laughs> and I, I, you know, I dig all that shit, all the film score stuff. So I'm definitely going to um, continue to try to look him up. But the score is amazing. Definitely recommend it on Shutter. Those are my two Shutter plugs for the night. Uh, and then being on vacation, summertime. Uh, I love going back and watching like kind of summertime movies. Mm-hmm. And when I think of summer, um, I've never been there. But I always think of California. Yeah, palm trees, sun. Uh, you know, just neon lights, uh, synth scores. Yep. Um, always reminds me of the 80s. So I did kind of like a triple feature. The first one I watched was, um, this is definitely a rewatch. I've watched this movie a million times. 1984's Beverly Hills Cop. This is Eddie Murphy at his peak. Oh, I've seen Beverly Hills yeah. Cop. This is when Eddie Murphy was fun and entertaining. Mm. Uh, he, he could do no wrong in the 80s. Like his, his filmography in the 80s is untouchable when it comes to action comedies. This is one of the perfect examples. The opening scene, the Beverly Hills Cop, is one of the best car chase scenes I've ever seen. It's with that semi, it's a semi truck full of cigarettes and he's in the back and um, they get caught by the cops and they take off and he's hanging off the back of it 
with it. He's hanging on a chain. It's a stunt double, obviously, mm. but it's a semi tractor trailer, and it literally takes out like half every like half the cars in Detroit <laughs> in this one scene. It's amazing, and the song that's playing while this is happening is "Neutron Dance" by the Pointer Sisters, which actually makes an appearance in Stranger Things. Oh, really? Yeah. I don't know if you know the scene. I thought it was going to turn into a car chase scene in the episode, <laughs> but it doesn't. Um, if you heard the song, you know exactly the scene I was talking about. Mm-hmm. So I think this is a perfect example for an action comedy movie. It still holds up, even though 1984 still holds up. It's got a great cast. It has a young um, Jonathan Banks who plays Mike from Breaking Bad. Mm-hmm. He's got hair in this movie, mm-hmm. obviously. Uh, Judge Reinhold is great. John Ashton. I love it. I love it. Love it. And uh, I was I was going to do an Eddie Murphy triple feature, but I didn't uh, <laughs> because there's another movie that I absolutely love from the 80s, and it reminds me of summer uh, in a big way. It's To Live and Die in L.A. from 1985. Um, this is uh, directed by William Friedkin, who did The Exorcist. Uh, the French Connection, mm-hmm. incredible director. Yeah, this movie is about like uh, it stars William Peterson. Most people know him from uh, the first CSI show. Um, he's also uh, played in uh, Manhunter, which is another one of my favorite '80s movie, and a perfect double feature with this one. He plays a secret agent, a secret service agent in this movie. Uh, his partner has got four days till retirement. He uh, goes on some kind of call. Uh, he ends up getting murdered four days before his retirement. So it, it kind of turns into a revenge movie where William Peterson's character is just obsessed of finding who killed his uh, his partner. Um, the main uh, main villain is played by William Defoe, who is incredible in this movie. He plays, he always uh, plays a good villain. Yeah, he's <laughs> dude. I don't know how he could play a good guy in any movie. Really, uh, he he's. He's so good in this. He actually plays a uh, master counterfeiter. Hmm. And freaking actually, the opening scene um, shows the process of counterfeiting money in such detail that I almost feel like if somebody watched this movie, they might be able to <laughs> to replicate it. <laughs> it's, it probably scene goes on out. forever. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's crazy. It's amazing. Uh, another thing that people might not think that fits, because this is like a real, um, I would call it like a neon noir movie, mm. crime thriller or a police procedural type movie. In the 80s, you figure like it's, it's going to be like a synth score. But no, the score is an original, and it's by Wang Chung. And uh, people that know Wang Chung, they'll be like, well, their music will not fit in this. And it absolutely fits perfect. I love it. It's all original songs by them. It, it, their music is played throughout the whole whole film. It's great. To Live and Die in L.A., uh, it's it's just a great crime thriller. And uh, who else? I'm not sure if who else plays in it. But I, I love it. I've seen this movie uh, probably a half dozen times. Still good. Uh, the other 80s movie I watched with my wife, She only, first time she ever saw it, 1983's Risky Business. i never seen that. Never seen it? No. It's, most people know it by the iconic scene where Cruz slides across the yeah, floor yeah. while he's listening to Bob Seger. Yeah. And you think it's kind of like a goofy movie. In a way, it is. Uh, but if, there is a lot of serious subject matter that goes on, that's going on in this film. Um, I love it. I haven't seen it probably since the eighties. Uh, my wife liked it a lot. Um, my favorite thing, and I always go back to this. My favorite thing about this, 
this film is the score. It is amazing. It's by Tangerine Dream. You don't think it would fit. It's like it's almost like a serious sounding score. Yeah. Um, it's so good. I love it. It's one of those records I've been looking for constantly. And uh, it's also stars Rebecca Mornier. Um, I think the guy that directed this, uh, I don't remember what else he did. This might have been it. But again, another good rewatch. It's not based in California, so it kind of threw off my theme. But it was still good. My wife enjoyed it. A um, couple of quick ones here. Uh, rewatch 1986 River's Edge. I know Keanu Reeves has been getting a lot of, uh, a lot of pub love. and praise. This is probably his most underrated film that he's acted in. This is like the, his first film they actually took him as a serious actor. Mm. Uh, he still only has about... I don't know, 30 lines in, in this film. Um, it's so good. It's about uh, these teenagers, still in high school, I believe, these uh, punky teenagers, they find out that one of their best friends killed another one of their friends, his girlfriend. And she, he leaves her by the river's edge in plain sight. Um, but it's kind of in the woods. And he takes all of his friends there to see it. And they don't believe him. Um they obviously see she's dead and the whole plot of the movie is friends not knowing if they should tell the police or try to cover it up for for their friend but mm. you know the, the girl is also one of their friends so it's kind of a weird um dynamic that's going on with their friends and the one thing that might take a lot of people out of this movie is it also stars crispin glover who plays george mcfly in uh back to the future yep he is so over the top Young George McFly? Yes. <laughs> he is so over the top. At times, you think that this guy is not even in the same movie. Yeah, yeah. He's trying to play this punk, and he just his acting is so... Oh, even in Back to the Future, crazy. he's a little Yeah, no, he almost looks like a crazed George McFly <laughs> with a leather jacket yeah. in this in this film. Uh, but it's, it's really good. Also stars Dennis Hopper, uh, who plays this... Um, reclusive like almost hermit that you know gives these kids you know free weed and stuff and he's kind of unstable of course dennis hopper um it's really good it's an under underrated i think i would call it a cult classic and uh the soundtrack's amazing they got like they i think they were able to uh license four songs from slayer so once i heard that i was completely on board um I I def I own this movie. They just restored it on a uh, Kino Lorber, and it, and it looks fantastic. Real another one, July Fourth. Watch Jaws. I don't say anything about it. I watch it every July Fourth. <laughs> one of the greatest movies ever made. Still is. Um, I also watched Starry Eyes from 2014. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. that was on, on Shutter as well. Yeah, I heard it was it's, pretty good. It's okay. Yeah, it's okay. It's it's a, about an actress, struggling actress who lives with a bunch of her friends that are also trying to get into the film mm -hmm. uh, industry. And it just basically a story of what, how far are you willing to go yeah. for stardom? Yeah. And it gets into uh, her getting a role with this famous horror studio. And it, it ends up being a cult. And she, you know, there's events that take place and it literally turns into a, a slasher gore fest at the end of the end of the film. Great soundtrack. It's okay. Recommend it. It, uh, it didn't blow me away, but it's it's okay for a horror film. And um, that's about it. Uh, I, I did. I actually did watch rewatch the golden child 
I did go back to the Eddie Murphy in the 80s. Oh. Uh, if you would have talked to me back in 1986 and asked me like a handshake movie, uh, The Golden Child would have definitely been it. Now watching it at 43, it's <laughs> not as good. It's really goofy. It also it stars the guy that plays Tywin Lannister. Um, oh, really? I, I forget. He plays Sato Noomsi, who's the character in the movie. I don't know what his name is, though. I, I, his, his real name. Uh, it's, it's definitely a, a goofy film, but still has a lot of charm. And uh, again, Eddie Murphy's fantastic in it, and that's about it. Uh, I watched a lot of stuff. Yeah, it was a long period of time. I had some days off too. Yep. So able to watch a lot, which is good. And I've been taking a break off video games, so it's like just watching. Yeah, I don't. I don't play video games. And like, what what's going with the topic of the week is that I stress out every night because there's too much shit coming out, Mm -hmm. and there's too much shit already out. And I'm not watching enough of it. So that's why I spent the last two weeks just kind of catching up on something. Oh, yeah. Right. <laughs> Getting something out of the way, you know? Yeah. And I, like, I, I didn't even watch a lot of new stuff. This is all, <laughs> yeah. all the past. <laughs> I live in the past. <laughs> um, all right. News real quick. There's not a lot of news you would think there would be, but um, some big-ish news. One being, we got the finally got the trailer for live action Mulan. Mulan. Disney's Mulan, which um, I'm kind of upset about. I have not seen the animated movie yet. Oh, dude, it's awesome. Yeah, I'll, I'll definitely it's watch. It's one of my favorite animated really? Disney movies. Yeah, it's pretty awesome. Um, but this one, I feel like they they didn't put anything in the movie in in the live action. Anything from the animated into the live action. There's like, it's not a musical. It, the dragon Mushu isn't isn't in it. Like it just seems strange. How, out of all the Disney movies, the, I mean, there's always a musical aspect to them, right? Yeah, most of them. Yeah. Did, did they have that in Aladdin? I don't know. Because they did it. In I feel Sleep like they should. Beauty, right? Yeah, I mean, yeah. I haven't seen it. Yeah, but. they did in Sleeping Beauty. I feel like they have to. How about Jungle Book? Uh, yeah, there was a musical was. number in Jungle Book. Out of the blue, where it's uh, like, oh shit, this is a musical now. It was one part. And it was like the most famous song of the whole oh, right. thing. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. But Mulan, I would say it doesn't have to be in every live action Disney, Disney movie, but Mulan has some of the most popular Disney songs really? ever. So like, it just upsets me. That's strange <laughs> that they're not putting that in there. And it looks like they're turning it, they, like they totally turned it into like a super action. It's going to be the straight up like action movie. With like war scenes, and there are, there is war scenes in the animated, but it's not like I don't know. It just looks like is it too much during that like uh, dynasty yeah. in Japan, like the Hun, the Huns, and everything okay. like that. It got 175 million views in the first 24 hours. Yeah, 52 million from China. <laughs> so I said Japan. This is based in China. People love this movie, or at least the animated movie. So is. Where is Mushu? Is that the dragon? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Which would just be so dumb if they don't include him. He wasn't in the trailer, so yeah. I'm guessing he's not in it, but it would be Is he so like a fantasy dumb. type dragon? Or? He's like a little mini uh, Chinese dragon. Okay. But he's alive. He's not like... I mean, he talks. Right. I, mean, I don't see why they wouldn't put him in there. See, but he's like a... He's a man. And he's voiced by Eddie Murphy. Oh, is he? <laughs> yeah. Oh, really? Full circle. Oh, this is 1998, and I, I guess I was not at the age to watch this. I would watch it now. 
Because yeah. you'll probably appreciate it more now yeah, than if you would have watched it at ninety eight. Yeah, ninety eight. Probably not. <laughs> um, we also got a trailer for, um, shit. What is his name? Ryan Johnson. His new flick. It's called Knives Out, and it looks like a modern day clue. It does, and it looks really good. What the cast, cast is insane. Crazy cast. Uh, it's coming out this Thanksgiving. And if and you want to hear Chris or Captain America hit, tell people to eat shit, yeah, <laughs> it's one of this the best is, parts of the trailer. Yeah, uh, I'm very I I love mystery movies like this. Yeah, like I I proclaimed my love for Clue a couple episodes ago. Um, so I'm excited for this. Yeah, I watched the, uh, um, toy movies. What's that movie that came out recently? It was it was like a a murder mystery on a train. Fuck. Oh, the Orient Express. Yeah, that's it. I yeah, watched I that. Watch it wasn't that. that good. That's with Johnny Johnny Depp. Uh, yeah, I think Johnny Depp. No, it was very stylized. Right? Yeah, it is uh, very stylized. Is Johnny Depp in it? I thought he was in that. What is it called? Something on the Orient Express, right? Murder on the Orient oh, that's Express. It. It's um, Kenneth Branagh. Michael Roos, Elliot Levy. Yeah, Johnny Depp was in it. Is he? Yep. Oh, I guess he is. Daisy Ridley was in it. Yep, as Daisy well. Ridley. Oh yeah, Johnny Depp is in it. He's the plays Michelle a bad Pfeiffer, guy. William Defoe. Yep. <laughs> Makes an all There's appearance. a lot of people in that movie too. But yeah, I did not catch that. It wasn't that good. No. But you could definitely tell it was trying to be Clue mm-hmm. on a train. Yeah. Uh, this looks like it's going to be a Clue, but uh, with a lot more characters. And a little more stylized. Yep. I'm excited. So yeah, Knives Out. Check out the trailer. It's got everyone in the fucking world in it. I'm not going to name off everybody, but <laughs> yeah. watch the trailer and you'll see how many people are in this movie. It's The budget must have been insane I just know. for actors. <laughs> and to, to be honest with you, I don't think it is it getting that much hype promotion. Um, well, it's not coming out for a little while. November 27th. Oh, yeah. It's still got a while to go. They, they just launched the trailer. Uh, All right. Interesting. Interesting news. I didn't know about this until you told me when you got here. Halloween 2 and 3 may both be released in October 2020, which is... In the same month. The strangest thing I think I've ever heard. I know. I don't think... Has, have you heard of any other franchise pulling something off like that? So they, they got to be filming it back to back, obviously. Yeah. No, it's being filmed back to back this year. And then they're going to release Halloween 2 in October, maybe early October, and they then Halloween 3 later. Officially on. call it Halloween 2 or Halloween 3. So I don't know. I don't know what they're doing. I don't if, know how I feel about that. I wonder if they're going to pull a, a season of the witch. Because <laughs> like, what if Halloween 2 Halloween. sucks and no one goes to see 3? Yeah, I, I probably still will. But in the same month, uh, it better be in October, first of all. Yeah, obviously. Um, I think it is plan- planned to be in October. Yep. I just don't understand. I get, I, I'm get. i trying to think of maybe uh, production costs to film two movies back to back. Which is fine, but release them separately. Yeah. Uh, and maybe a Not little... in the same month. Maybe a different year. Yeah, I don't know how I feel they about it. They filmed all of I The Hobbit at the same it. time, and they re- <clears throat> released those... Uh, one a year right are they thinking of it as you know people binge watch television are people going to be you know 
chomping at the bit to they're watch not gonna pay Halloween 15 three. bucks to go see Halloween 2 and then pay another 15 bucks two weeks later to go see how it's not oh, like binging a Netflix there's thing there's definitely gonna be people no, there, it, there will be people but I think they would make way more money if they I think so too if they held off it's just a weird well we know Halloween 2 is gonna end on such a cliffhanger yeah. right it has to that you're gonna have to come back they to have watch to end three. it it's good. maybe they'll do it like a show like where That's, it ends so ridiculously that it's just like oh next episode right <laughs> Well, the Halloween one and two pick up at the final scene of the end of yeah, Halloween, that's true. the original. Yep. Halloween two picks right right up from where that's, that's true. ended. Um, so I don't know. I have no idea. I just heard that, and I I've never heard of uh, a studio <laughs> trying to pull something off like that. <laughs> I've heard of uh, movies like you said, uh, Lord of the Rings, Hobbit. Yeah, they, they'll they film, film it all back to back. Yeah, right, because the production. Yeah, you can't just tear everything down, build yeah, it all, build again. it all next year. But really, Halloween, how much? Yeah, how much do you really need to build? It's not a, a fantasy world that you're building. I don't know. We'll see. We'll keep an eye on that. And see what what comes comes out of it. Interesting. Uh, going to bloody disgusting. Oh, not not to mention it's going to be directed by the same person too. Oh, good. David. So at least the same hands are. David Green. Yeah, yeah, just had it right here. Uh, I don't know. It doesn't say. David Gordon Green. Yeah. Oh, there you go. David Gordon Green is returning to the franchise, directing the last film. Yep. So cool. At yeah. least stylistically, it'll be and tonally, it'll be similar. You'll know yeah, you'll be getting think. something decent. <laughs> John Carpenter has not been uh, mentioned being connected to it. So oh, his know. score we'll was so good. Yeah. In the new one. Really good. Uh, going to be disgusting. This came out literally two minutes before we started recording. Uh, Sam Raimi teases return of evil dead franchise franchise. Right. He uh, quotes. We're working on ideas right now. Interesting, because Bruce Campbell is already... So it's going to be a new Ash, or maybe not an Ash at all. No Ash at all. It might be something completely different. But I love that Sam Raimi is involved. Yeah. Which means it won't have anything to do with the remake. Because there was already a remake. That's right. Which was actually really good. I loved it. Yeah. Um, One of the better horror remakes I've seen in a long time. But if Raimi's involved, maybe it'll go back to kind of its, its roots of having a little bit of ridiculousness in it. Or, yeah, or if it's a, a prequel. Uh, Maybe. Because that cabin's been there for a long yep. time, so. Um, in the interview, he said, I'd love to make another one. I don't think um, TV is in its future, but we're talking about Bruce Campbell, Rob Tepper, and myself. Uh, one or two different ways to go for the next movie, Sam Raimi confirmed. Oh, so Bruce Campbell will be involved some way. He'll be involved. I don't know if he'll be in it, but maybe he'll produce, have some kind of, or a cameo. I don't know. Definitely. He'll definitely have a cameo. And it's not like he hasn't played Ash in years. He's he's playing him in the TV show. (laughs) Right. The TV show was so good, it got canceled. Yeah, it got canceled just because, you know, it was was played on stars and didn't get the viewership. But that show was, man, as far as, like, horror comedy goes, that was top notch. Oh, it was awesome. Yeah. All the gore effects and and, and just insanity. Total insanity. (laughs) Total insanity. Like, this is places that you wouldn't think they'd go, and they did. Yeah. <laughs> Some of the funniest Evil Dead scenes ever were in that oh, show. Oh, yeah. 
That show cracked me up. It was awesome. The big question is whether the movie would follow the events of the Ash storyline and once again star Bruce Campbell or continue the storyline of the remake, or would it be something entirely new? Turns out Raimi and company have um, have one idea if Bruce Campbell comes back, one idea if Campbell opts out, but Fetty Alvarez, who directed the remake, is able to return, and another idea if Uh-oh. both of those possibilities fall through. Huh. So they have a ton of ideas. That'd be did, cool if Alvarez came back to... Remy produced produced the he remake. Did. Okay, yeah, he didn't direct it. All right, moving on. Sticking with bloody disgusting. Uh, some Stranger Things news: Duffer Brothers offer first Stranger Things season four teases, and I guess the only thing they teased is they said it's going to feel very different. Um, which makes sense because if you watched, I'm not gonna spoil anything, but if you watched all of Stranger Things, you, yes. would, you would understand. And I guess it's because the kids are getting too fucking old. They, they can't keep doing the same shit. They over. already look too old yeah. now. Like They got away with it this season yes. with, with the whole being young and youthful and, and annoying right. and doing quote, quote fingers. Um, it's not going to work if they no. get any older. You're just going to be like, I fucking hate these kids. <laughs> <laughs> but I thought they were already on for five seasons. Well, they, they said they would do. They said they would do five seasons. They would do five. It's not like, you know, approved. Right. You know, confirmed. Um, four is probably confirmed. Oh, I would say. Yeah. Um, but it, I think they're definitely going to have to go into a different direction with how they, um, tackle, the kids' development. And I think they'll do a good job because this season, I think its strongest. Its strongest point is um, how good they handled character development. Oh, the, yeah, and the cast has been insane. Been, yeah, they've like been Game so of good. Thrones needs to watch Stranger Things season three and take all the notes in the world and be like, "This is how you develop a character right. and make people care about a character and give them decisions and actions that actually are earned and make sense right. that these characters would do and say." And yeah, that's what that's what. Needs yeah, to no, the show's been written so well this year, and there's plenty of '80s movies to. Uh, <laughs> not to rip off but <laughs> <laughs> yeah but i think i think them going into a different direction next season makes sense it's the perfect time to do it too yeah. i think everyone's like kind of if they did it again the same shit over right. again everyone'd be like oh fuck i've already right. seen this you know they got to do something different uh, and i think it's going to be mainly handling how the kids are right oh, i can't wait to watch freaking final two episodes <laughs> it's really amazing i wanted to watch it before i got here but i didn't have time um a lot of horror news this last two weeks zombie land headed to 4k ultra hd in october with brand new featurette you best believe i'll be buying i was this. gonna say is that a, is that a first day purchase like, holy for you? shit i have like the i have the normal zombie land blu-ray i have the special edition zombie land blu-ray I'll be getting this zombie lamp. I'll have three zombie lamp Blu-rays. <laughs> Welcome to my world. Actually, I think I already have a 4K zombie lamp. Oh, dude. really? They do that sometimes. It doesn't have the new featurette though, so I got to uh, get it. It's like a 10-year anniversary thing. I can't believe this movie's been out for 10 years. That's crazy. I feel wicked old. <laughs> you feel old. Like, I saw this in theater, and this is one of the movies that like got me into fil- wanting to be a filmmaker. Was Zombieland? I yeah. absolutely loved this. It's so this good. Movie so I, I love the 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 new take on the zombie yeah. film uh, because man, it it was getting tired even ten years ago. I feel mm. um, until Walking Dead came out. Yeah, You're it was right. like Zombieland and Walking Dead pretty yeah. much revitalized. It definitely the genre. did. Yep. 
Um, I could talk hours about how good Zombieland was, but um, yeah. Yeah, you feel old. You know the outfits that the kids are wearing in Stranger Things? I wore that shit. <laughs> <laughs> that goofy shit, man. I wore that. Me and your brother. <laughs> We didn't have like cool like pop culture t-shirts. Yeah, and even you, if you like, did, you cherished that thing yeah. and you wore it out until it had holes in it. That's why you and my brother just wear all pop culture t-shirts yeah, now. Exactly. <laughs> you can wear it just, it. Yep, exactly. <laughs> you go to Target and it's just loaded <laughs> with everything that's cool. Right. That's why the Goldbergs, that's why Geo hates it so much is yeah, that no one actually had no that one shit. actually had all that. No. Yeah. Um, last story, bloody disgusting. Netflix adapting Neil Gaiman's Sandman into massive live action series. So, that's exciting. I know Sandman is one of the most popular yeah. horror comics. Neil Gaiman, you know it's going to be good. Strangely enough, I've never read the series. Yeah, I never read it either. And I, I like Gaiman. Uh, I've read a, a, lot, a bunch of his books. American Gods, I read that. Um, the other one with the underground London. Uh, never Ed, never ended, never Everland. I think, the, I think that's what it's called. I never read that. Uh, but yeah, I can't believe I never never read the Sandman. This is like his most popular. Yes. Um, so yeah, I'm excited. Netflix, I guess they gotta they're losing a lot. They are. I mean, they're losing The Office, and then today they just announced that they're losing Friends. And they also said they're not going to spend as much money. Yeah, on original this content? next year or something like that. So not that spend doesn't as much. make any sense to me. The way everything's going, if they're losing all these properties, wouldn't you put more money? Well, I think your originals. They made a lot like this year. Like they're, I think they're getting their base mm-hmm. and then they're just going to not spend as much. Maybe. I don't, I don't know. know. I don't know. It's going to get very competitive. Because you can tell that they're like, I feel like every week we're like, oh, Netflix is doing this. Netflix is yeah, going to no, do this. Netflix is, is doing this. So I think they announced a lot. And they're, they're going to do a lot. So I think they're going to just let that settle and see like <clears throat> yeah. what people like, you know, before they start investing in more things. Because it has been cra- like crazy. Like you, any day you pop up on Netflix and there's something new on there. Yeah. You it's, know, it's nuts. Unannounced. Like. <laughs> yeah. You're just like, oh, this looks cool. <clears throat> right. But then it's like, shit, I have like eight other shows. Yeah, Don't even look at that yet. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um. So yeah, uh, Sandman coming to Netflix. Add it to the list. Oh, definitely watch. Um, Lord of the Rings got its director to direct the first two episodes of the series. It is J.A. Boy Bayona. Um, Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom director, which I heard that movie sucked. Yeah. Has been tapped to direct the first two episodes following in the footsteps of Peter Jackson, who directed, yeah, obviously he directed the movies. Yeah, that show is going to have so much pressure to be good. All yeah. the money involved. Amazon is banking <clears throat> yeah. hard on that. Oh, yeah. That's going to be their, their... And they should. I mean, it, it, it. it's such an old story, and there's still so many Lord of the Ring fans out there. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, no, I'm excited for it, but man, there's going to be so much pressure for that show to be good. Yep. And especially that you just said he was the first... You just got announced through the first two episodes. Yep. Yeah. Um, so he did Fallen Kingdom and then he also did, uh, The Impossible starring Naomi Watts and Ellen McGregor. Um, never heard of it. And A Monster Calls, Sigourney Weaver, Liam Neeson and Felicity Jones. Never seen that. As well as the first two episodes of Penny Dreadful, which I didn't know that. 
Oh, and I, have and I love that show. That show oh, that show is fucking incredible. So man. awesome. It was like the closest thing I'd ever get to a modern universal Movie monster. Yeah. Um, that show was so underrated. So no oh, one talked about it. Awesome. It got canceled after three yep. seasons. And I feel like season three was incredible. Should have had no way, no right getting canceled. Yeah, season two was okay. Yeah. Uh, season one, one and was three completely were hooked. Awesome. Yeah. I mean, uh, the production value of that yeah. show is amazing. It's so good. And uh, it's coming back. Eva Green. Oh, she's the best. One of my at the time, yeah. she was my favorite actress. Yeah, because of that she's show. She's incredible. She is so good. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I miss that show. It's coming back, but it's not going to be London. Oh, really? It's. I think it's based in like Mexico or something like that, or Southern California. It's going to have a oh, lot of like Day of the Dead. Um, oh, really? Yeah. So they're bringing it to more like a like eighties vibe. I, mean, I don't we know. We got enough of that right now. I but. don't know what they're doing. Huh. All they showed was like a poster. I'll have to show you after. Hmm. But it's very Day of the Dead. Cool. So yeah, um, that's who will be directing the first two episodes of Lord of the Rings series. And that doesn't come out until. That's not going to come out for a long ass time. It doesn't no. even say. We're not going to see that for a long time. Do they even have a location yet where they're going to film not. that? Uh, they'll probably go back to. You think it would be New Zealand? New Zealand, again? yeah, probably. It worked for Peter Jackson. Yeah, it'd be tough to put a new location unless, I mean, we don't really know this is going to be during like the first, like the beginning times of Lord of the Rings. They don't know. Oh, the Tolkien I've heard rumors that it's going to be Aragon's um, story, young Aragon. Okay. I've heard, I've heard different things. Because he even wrote stories like the beginning of time. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like how everything gets created. It's crazy. Yeah. There's a lot of lore yep. that they can go on. Um, another one for Netflix orders Midnight Mass horror series from uh, Haunting of Hill Houses, Mike Flanagan and yes. Trevor Macy. Give everything to Mike Flanagan. Yeah, I'm on board. <laughs> as soon as you said his name, Midnight Mass did not ring a bell. But as soon as you said Mike Flanagan, I'm like, yep, <laughs> I'm watching it. If you put, just put the word horror and Mike Flanagan in the same sentence. Yep. And I'm going to watch it. And Netflix. I'm going to watch it. doesn't matter what it is. Right. <laughs> I don't even need to see a trailer. If this came out tomorrow, I'd be like, okay, boom, starting it now. Yep. <laughs> um, the seven-episode Midnight Mass follows an isolated island community that experiences miraculous events and frightening omens after the arrival of a charismatic, mysterious young priest. Flanagan will direct and serve as an executive producer alongside Macy. The project has no relation to the Midnight Mass Vertigo comics. Um, but yeah. And when, when is that being released? Uh, set to debut in 2020. Ah. Oh no. Wait a second. Let me read the rest of this. The pickup for Midnight Mass follows the breakout success of Haunting of Hill House, which led to Netflix ordering a second installment, Haunting of Bly Manor, turning the series into a horror franchise based on the book of the same name by Shirley Jackson, Haunting Hill House, starred Michael Huisman, Huisman? I think that's how you say it. Elizabeth Reeser, uh, Oliver Jackson Cohen, Casey Eagle, blah, 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 blah. Uh, Pedretti returns as a star of... Yeah, they're just talking about Blind Manor. They're not even talking about Midnight Mass anymore. Now, Blind Manor, that's supposed to be... That's coming out next year. Next year. Yep. Okay. Which is a total different story, I think, yes. from Hill House. It's or at least another it should be. Shirley, is it by it's Shirley another, Jackson? Yeah, it's another book it is. by her, but it's a, I think it's a total different story. I can't fucking wait. Can't wait for that. Hill House is so good. I need to rewatch that. I know. 
Maybe this October I'll rewatch it. Depending on how much shit comes out. Oh. <laughs> I can guarantee you there's going to be a lot of shit come October. Um, all right. That's it for news. I remember like the old, like summertime used to be when all the shows ended. Yeah. yeah. And it really Fall wasn't was much. Fall was when it all came but out. But now that we have all these streaming service, all this original content, there is no dead period during the year. No, ever. Ever. Can't because catch up. People should be going outside, <laughs> yeah. enjoying nature, but doing shit. Everyone's with watching Stranger Things. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> There's fireworks in Stranger Things. There it's is. all good. That's right. <laughs> you don't need to go outside for those. They're too loud anyway. Um, all right. Coming out to theaters this week, we got Crawl. Yes. Uh, which is a animal looks attack like a badass uh, alligator attack movie. And there are quite a few good I, ones out there. By the makers of Don't Breathe, I want to say. Yes, yep. I believe so. So that's Yeah, exciting. it looks very claustrophobic. It looks, uh, it reminds me of another movie with a tiger called Burning Bright uh, during a hurricane being isolated in a house with a fucking tiger on the prowl. <laughs> yeah, not, I know it doesn't make sense. I'm not big into like the animal animal attack animal horror, attack horror movies. It. Like I'm not huge. Jaws is probably the only one I really enjoy. Yeah. Um, but this one looks better than most. It, it it looks intense. Yeah. It looks pretty intense. Yeah. So yeah, Crawl coming out July 12th. I, I think like aquatic horror is terrifying. Like the ocean yeah, yeah, terrifies yeah. me. Yeah. Because for a horror movie, that setting of things, you know, underwater that you, yeah, can't, you can't see. see. It's yep. Um, Pet Cemetery comes out on Blu-ray July 9th. So today. Oh, that's right. I do. I'm wanna, not going I do to pick watch it up. That. The Blu-ray because I I'm probably just going to buy it and v, uh, rent it on VOD. Yeah, I want to see. That's what it. I'm going to do. I need to watch it. Because I heard mixed reviews on it. I heard it was pretty I love good. the trailer. Yeah. I mean, the trailer got me hooked. Yeah. It got like an 80 something percent. Oh, it did? Yeah. Oh, I heard much worse about it. Much worse things about that movie than Rotten Tomatoes. I almost feel like now Rotten Tomatoes, I know it's an aggregator mm-hmm. for all these critics. Oh, never mind. JK. Yeah. 57. Yeah. I, I was going to say that's pretty high, high for a horror movie just in general. I thought it was way higher than that. It, it's gotten mixed reviews. It looked really good in, in the, the... The trail looks yeah. really good. And I, I recently rewatched the original, too. I haven't seen that. In, that movie used to terrify I never me. watched the whole thing from start to finish. I've always seen, like, bits and pieces of it. And there are still certain scenes that are creepy. Yeah. Creepy as hell. Uh, but the movie, I don't know, just... It's okay. I wouldn't call it a great Stephen King movie. It's all right. Uh, and coming to Netflix, obviously, Stranger Things came out. Orange is the New Black season seven. Season seven. Have you been keeping up with that show? No. no. I stopped after two, I think. It was the last season was actually pretty good. Oh, you've watched them all? Yeah. I heard they get better and better. Yeah, there there might have been one season that didn't really work, but the last season did. I thought it was really good. Uh what's the date? The ninth? It's another is that a Netflix show? Yeah. Yep. Today's the ninth. July sixteenth, Frankenstein's Monsters Monster, <laughs> Frankenstein. That's literally the name of the whole the I know. show. <laughs> I it's love a it. <laughs> it's a parody show starring um, John Harbor, not David Harbor. David Harbor. Yep. Yeah. Um, so I'm gonna check that out because it just sounds and looks ridiculous. 
So there's actually a video on how David Hopper transforms himself from Hopper into Hellboy. Because you and my son was telling me, he was like, he did he play Hellboy after this or before? And he played Hellboy after Stranger Things. So he must have had to go on some insane yeah. diet workout and diet. Because <laughs> <laughs> he's essentially a slob in Stranger yeah. Things 3. He's like the typical... 80s dad yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just grumpy all the time like he's dude a, he was on 11 all the whole time man yeah great great awesome. character in season three and that shirt oh yeah the yeah <laughs> the palm trees yep yeah um all right so that's it that's what's coming out um now topic of the week we're gonna run down what is coming out for the rest of the year because I've been stressed out about it every day. I need a consolidated list of everything that I need to watch by the end of the year and everything that's coming out for the rest of the year, the big things, you know? And it's pretty ridiculous. We're going to finish this list and be like, shit. (laughs) Yeah. list just got bigger. Because literally last night I saw like four or five movies that someone was excited about and I was like, oh my God, I'm excited about all those too. Yep. So... We're going to run, run them down. Uh, mostly movies. We got a few shows. Everything pretty much has come out that I want to see on like Netflix and streaming services. So it's just a matter of actually watching it. Right. Um, there's maybe about four or five shows still to come out. And how many movies are actually worth going to the theater to go see this year too? Well, that's what we're going to talk about. Yeah. I'm not going to... I probably won't even mention movies that you know we wouldn't go see. <clears throat> this is stuff that we would want to see. Right. Or, I mean, there's movies I want to see right now. Yeah. I haven't gone to the theater yet. I know. <laughs> Spider-Man 3, Spider-Man Far From Home and Midsummer. I'm going to just start Top it of off. The list. Boom. One and two. Yes. I think Midsummer right now is like my priority. Yeah, I definitely And won't. then Spider-Man, which I thought I'd never say in my entire life. <laughs> I, I can't believe you just said that. <laughs> but I'm way too excited to see I, I bet you you're going to end up liking the Spider-Man movie more than the midsummer movie we'll, I don't we'll know see, you know you don't I know. love fall car yeah so we'll see but I gotta go see midsummer yeah we possible. have to go I can't even believe I didn't think it would be playing in the Swansea uh regal cinemas no, but not. it is I know it is it's not playing at forever it's not playing at forever. I wanted I to go see it in forever so yes because I'm sure the score is amazing mm-hmm. the sound design everything um all right July 19th actually no July 12th we talked about crawl I would go see that in the theater. I would too. The Lion King, July 19th. I really want to go see this in the theater. I probably won't go see it in the theater only because I'm just not a, a huge... I, Lion King was good. See, I could I give a shit about live action ago. Disney movies. I don't think they should even be made. Yeah. But John Favreau. That's true. And these... The it looks really voice good. actors in I this... Mean, it looks like it's going to actually CGI be a good... CGI looks really good. A good remake. We'll see. July 26th, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. I'm definitely, definitely going to see that. See that you have to go theater. see that in the theater. <laughs> Especially now we were talking about the Hateful Eight and how yeah. we missed the opportunity to go see I'm that. I'm not missing this one. Uh, no, definitely not. Uh, I'm getting excited because I, I did hear, hear Quentin Tarantino talk about what the movie is really about. And he gets really into like the inside workings of how Hollywood works and mm-hmm. stuff, so... Should be interesting. His movies are always very interesting and very... I think I love them so much. Different. With A lot of people love them so much because this is straight up character driven. Yeah, and the dialogue is amazing. Like, like the he story some of the best doesn't dialogue. even fucking matter. 
Like it's yeah. just it's the character. I mean, Reservoir Dogs. Yeah. I mean that scene where that it was like thirty minutes of just sitting around the table talking. <laughs> yeah. It's amazing. Yeah. He does write amazing dialogue. Incredible dialogue. Even even Hateful Eight, they just talk. Yes. Yep. The first the best the scenes first are those episode interactions of the four part series. The first thirty something, forty something minutes is them in, in the the carriage, in the carriage talking. Uh, you got me excited to go watch that now. <laughs> I want to rewatch that movie. And I'm sure there's a lot of scenes that you like that weren't wasn't in the yeah had theatrical because be. it's, like it's four hour literally an time? extra extra hour. Wow, three hour forty something minutes. So it's close to four. I think Once Upon a Time in Hollywood is a pretty long movie as well. It would shock me if it wasn't. Right. Um. While you look that up, I'm going to move along. Yeah. August 9th. Scary stories to tell in the dark. Well, it's excited enormous. for that. Definitely excited for that. I'm definitely going to go see that. I was not a reader of the books, but. Neither was I. There's a documentary, though, that just came out. We talked about it on the podcast. Oh, that's right. I think I'm going to watch the documentary because it, it'll probably explain a lot. Yep. And then go see the movie because I really want to see that. Two hours and 45 minutes. <sighs> Yeah, Callie's not going. Yes, that's me and you are going to go see that. She's Midsummer not going. Midsummer is two hours and twenty-seven minutes. Is it? Yes. Awesome. <laughs> I hope it's the slowest two hours and twenty-something minutes. I hope it's just a fucking dreadful slow burn. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so I forget. Uh, someone said this. I'm not. I'm stealing this line from somebody. But you have my undivided attention for ninety minutes. You have to earn every yeah. minute afterwards. Yeah, exactly. I thought that was a perfect way of saying. <laughs> Uh, how long movies should be. <laughs> there are only a few that have, I think. Most recently, the Avengers definitely earned the three yeah. hours that it I mean, it, it scared me at first, uh, but it was a quick yeah, three it hours. Goes by, it goes by pretty quick. Yeah. Um. Let's see. August 16th, nothing. 23rd, nothing. Uh, all right. September 6th. We're getting good. Chapter two. I'll be going to see that in IMAX. All right. So we've already, how many, that's already, yeah, I usually go to the theater maybe <laughs> three a times year. a year. <laughs> we've already named like three movies I'm definitely going to see. <laughs> it Chapter two is going to be the biggest. It will be the biggest horror film of the year. It'll be the biggest event horror movie of all, one, mm. one of them of all time. I mean like actual people going out to the theater yeah, to because, go watch a horror movie. Yeah, because I, Horror is definitely the viewership now has definitely gotten up. Uh, like this is going to be. It's no longer a uh, counterculture thing where yeah, you yeah. know weird people or people just don't even yeah. recognize horror. It's only this niche that certain weird people just yeah, watch. Yeah. You know. But I think when this comes out, it's going to be an event. Oh yeah, you're going to have a lot of people going to see this movie because of the the success of the first one too, and just how good it was. Yes. So and Can't the wait. trailer that came out for oh, chapter two, I think sold it. Sold the fuck out of oh, that yeah. movie. People are like, "Oh <laughs> shit, I'm going to see that." Because I didn't find the first one uh, that scary. I know it's got some time jump scares in mm. there, but I, I mean, I immediately laughed afterwards. Yeah, yeah. And uh, and there were some creepy moments, yep. but that trailer might have been the creepiest thing yeah. that the first one had. Oh, for sure, the whole movie. Yeah. That, I wish they that two wish minute they trailer, put it in the trailer. The two minute trailer was scarier than a lot <laughs> yeah, of full length <laughs> horror movies. I can't wait. They didn't have that. to put. They, I didn't even have to watch that trailer because I was definitely already sold to to go see the second one. Yeah, but th I think that trailer sold a lot of people oh, that yeah. 
probably weren't going to go watch it or didn't want to go watch it. They're like, shit, I need to go see that movie now. Yeah. Because everyone's talking about it. <laughs> right. And people that read the book, I guess that scene is like shot for shot, line oh, for line really? from so the book. So they finally pulled something from the book. So that, a lot of people fear. that like the book are really excited for it now too. So um, Yeah, I can't wait for that. And that's wait. a September release, right? Uh, September 6th. First week. Well, that's like, September. is that Labor Day weekend? It might be. Um, nothing on the 13th. Uh, the 20th. You'll probably go see this Rambo last blood. I won't see it. Well, <laughs> what I see in the theater, I don't know. Maybe, <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe playing old town road to freaking Sylvester Stallone, <laughs> 80 something years old. I did like the, the kind of the Western vibe, even though, you know, I know you hate that song. Um, uh, I, I didn't even know what that song was, to be honest with you. But I did like the Western vibe mm-hmm. to this Rambo movie. We'll see. I might wait and see and, and listen to some or read some reviews. Because if, if someone says it's the, the you know the best Rambo since First Blood, I'm there. <laughs> <laughs> it'll, um, it'll be hard to, hard to, to have that kind of distinction. Yeah. That's as good as First Blood. Nothing on the 27th. October 4th, we got The Joker. Joaquin Phoenix's Joker. I have to go watch that. Yeah. (laughs) I say this now, and then I'll let that wait till it gets on VOD and watch it, but I'm definitely interested in watching it. Actually, I might wait for reviews to come out first. If they're saying it's like fucking amazing and he's going to get like nominated for this, I'm going to go watch it. Right. Which is a very... I want want to hear people saying this is a completely different take on The Joker. But in a good way. Yeah. You know, I don't want to hear that he's like, this is another Heath Ledger mm-hmm. too, because nothing's ever going to yeah. beat that. So. I don't think it is. The story is definitely so completely either. different. It, it looks completely different. Yeah. And, and Joaquin like we Phoenix said, is fucking amazing. There's like four or five Jokers in the DC universe. Yeah, yeah. So. I think um, he's perfect for the role. Yeah. Oh, he's, he's one of my favorite actors. So yeah, it, he's incredible. He's going to kill it. Um, October 11th, we got, I'm probably not going to go see this oh, in the Have you seen You Were Never Really There? Have you seen that yet? Where no, he plays not the yet. Hitman? No. Oh, I, see I know. I have to watch that. Uh, the Addams Family comes out October 11th, the animated one. Probably won't go see it in theaters, but no. definitely going to watch but it at some point. It's an October release, right? Yep. October 11th. It'll be a good Might be a flick to watch Hollywood, for a ho- Halloween, Halloween movie. movie. Yeah. Yep. Um, here's the big one. October 18th. I will be getting tickets as soon as they come out. Zombieland 2. Zombieland. That's Double coming tap. out on October 2? Oh, yeah. October 18th. Same cast? Same cast. Wow. Same writers. Same director. They're bringing everyone back. It's... Dude, my excitement... I can't even talk I about know, it. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. It's it's so surreal to me because I saw this in theater when it first came out and it instantly became my favorite movie of all time. I watched it every weekend. I, I, I shit you not when I was in high school. I would go home, physically put the Blu-ray in my Blu-ray player and watch it every weekend. I must have seen wow. this movie 40 something times. I've seen it a few times, not 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 that level. But it's I get I'm so afraid when sequels to movies with, that you have that much passion for I know. come out and it's like a complete bomb. <laughs> like I know dumb like comedies are the worst to to, yeah. to sequels for comedies are never as good because yeah. uh, they just try to rehash the same jokes, yeah. different dialogue. The thing is like the writers 
these writers are really good. Rhett Reese and um, I forget the other guy's name, but they wrote like Deadpool and shit like that. So like, yeah. they're not stupid, right? Um, but it's gonna be. I mean, it's gonna be tough to. They don't have to make. They don't have to make a better think, movie. No, but. I don't think they do. I think they just need to continue the story in a good way, and have like just bring back like the the heart of what that movie was right or maybe just have a little bit of a I, you know i always say this but you know the zombie uh just the popularity about zombies it's on it's on it's yeah. down oh, yeah. downhill right now so if hopefully it's another movie that has a different take on zombies mm-hmm. rejuvenates that genre as well even though it really doesn't need it i just need a few you know a couple of really yeah, good yeah. quality movies yeah. and i don't need a show but uh uh, to keep zombies going, but right now it is on the the downswing. Yeah. Everybody's kind of tired. And I was obsessed with zombies after this movie. Oh, yeah, and then The Walking Dead blew yeah. up. And like, I started reading The Walking Dead after this came out because I was obsessed with zombies, so yep. um, I was writing papers in college about zombies and shit, and Romero, I was Romero. watching all of Romero's shit. Like, yep. this movie got me into all That's of cool. it. That's cool. And, and filmmaking in general, so this is a very special release for me. If it's good, I'm probably going to go watch this like four or five times <laughs> yeah. in the theater. Um, all right, October 25th. Doesn't look like anything we would go watch. Uh, let's see. November 1st, we got Terminator Dark Fate. Probably won't go see that in the theater. The The trail looked decent. Yeah, it and looks okay. Jim Cam- uh, James Cameron is involved in it as well, too. Is he right? producing it? I don't think he, he directed it. producing it. But yeah, I mean, I haven't seen a Terminator movie in a theater since T2. Hmm. Um. Um, and then another big one, November 8th. Holy shit, man. This is getting crazy. Dr. Sleep. Gotta go see that. It, it was not on the radar. <laughs> oh, no, it totally is Yeah, now, now it totally is. Yeah. <laughs> like I said, man, horror and Mike Flanagan. Sign me up. Yep. Um trailer blew my mind when when it came out i can't believe that wasn't leaked uh where it was going to be a sequel to the cinematic version of the shining yeah it's not just the, everybody just assumed it was just going to be the book uh, version the book. yeah right having nothing to do with kubrick exactly so i imagine that stephen king is probably not going to like this movie either maybe yeah, probably not <laughs> i don't really care but yeah uh, as long as it's good but yeah i love I can't that believe it's a, that it's, it's a that sequel to the shining yeah it's gonna only waited how many uh, 39, 39 years? Yep, almost forty years. So it's gonna come out on its fortieth. Two anniversary. big releases this year: Zombieland and Doctor Sleep. Oh, it too. Because that's like those are two things that I love so much, especially like The Shining, my favorite horror movie of all time. Yep, and then Zombieland, one of my favorite movies of all time. And they're doing sequels yeah, to that's each crazy. of them <laughs> in the same <laughs> yeah. within this like three same weeks of three each weeks. other. Wow, <laughs> my mind, dude, is gonna be fucking exploding. <laughs> my mind and my wall is gonna be empty. <laughs> From October eighteenth to the mm, when does Doctor Sleep come out? You said November to the eighth, right? beginning of November. to the eighth. Yeah, it's gonna be crazy on this podcast. Yeah, can't wait. Definitely gonna have to. I'm uh, either gonna be super angry all the time. Or I'm going to be like, <laughs> everything is fucking great. 
November 15th, we got The Lodge, which we were talking Lodge. about before um, we started recording because we were wondering when this was coming out. Um, A24 picked it up. Can I, I say that? I think so. Yeah. Maybe. I think so. But this is um, the director of uh, Goodbye Mommy. Is that what it's called? Goodnight yeah. Mommy. Goodnight Mommy. Goodnight Mommy. Which um, is supposed to be pretty good. Has an 80-something percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Uh, the trailer looks awesome. Very atmospheric. and It does have good reviews. Almost like a Shining. Yeah. That's what it reminded me of. Yeah. So I'll definitely be watching that. Hopefully it... it it says limited release, so we'll see where it plays. Yeah, it's just festivals might, right now. Might have to wait. Oh, it's going to be distributed by Neon, so we should be seeing a uh, DVD or Blu-ray, I think, um, in the near future. So before theatrical release. We probably won't get a theatrical release. No. Yeah. Which is fine. Yep. Um, it'll be like Mandy. <laughs> yes. Uh, November 22nd, I will probably go see this in theaters, Frozen 2. I know it's going to get a lot of hype. Oh, I'm sure it will. Um, November 27th, Thanksgiving Day, Knives Out. Definitely going to go see that. And we're in December. December 13th, Black Christmas. Black Christmas. I'm excited for that. Yeah. You still have to watch the original. I do. It's good. Um, Jumanji is also coming out December 13th, but I might, I probably won't go see that in theaters. No. I, I enjoyed the first one, but. I don't think I've watched the first one. It's good. And I'm not talking about the Robin Williams. No, no, no. This is yeah. like a, the, the new The one. remake the with Robin the Robin Williams Rock. ones is awesome. Yeah. And then December 20th, Star Wars Rise of the Skywalker. Yeah, I'm def probably going to have to force myself to go see that. Yeah, I'll be there opening. Def game. Yeah. Like an asshole. <laughs> And that's just movies. How many was that? Were we counting? There's quite a few. We counting. I, There's a I, lot. I thought I was going to get maybe one or two. I was excited to go see in the theaters, and I'm coming out of this with like <laughs> 10. 10. <laughs> <laughs> and I guaranteed I'm not going to see all 10 in the movies. I think but if there you are went back to that list, you'll be like, oh, I'm definitely going to go see yeah. that. Oh, I'm definitely going to go see that. <laughs> there might, there'll probably be like six that you'll definitely go see. The the second half of the year, I definitely have more movies uh, that I def I have to go see in the theaters. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then only a few shows coming out. Um, we got the boys. The boys. Is that Amazon? Uh, Prime. Yep. July twenty sixth. So that comes out this month. This month. Yep. Uh, Glow season three, August 9th. Can't wait for that. I can't believe it's on so quickly. I know, and I'll finish it in a day. Yep. Uh, Dark Crystal, August 30th. Wicked excited for that. Yeah. And I have to rewatch the, the movie again. I, know I just, you just recently <laughs> did. Yeah. And The Mandalorian, November 12th. Those are the big shows that I'm waiting for. I think the rest of the year is definitely big for movies. Yeah. Um, all the shows that I've been waiting for, I think have come out. And we don't know what kind of horror show is going to pop up yeah, uh, before randomly. October. Right. Yeah. Yep. Or some low budget indie horror movie yeah. that'll just come oh, out yeah. of nowhere. Definitely we're definitely gonna get some of that. Um and then to be determined, there's no release dates, but The Witcher, Mindhunter Season Two, and The Irishman are all coming out this year as well. I'm definitely watching Mindhunter season two. I love the first season. Oh, I season. can't wait for that. So good. Um David Fincher, right? Yep. Yeah. I think he produced it's a very David Fincher esque looking yeah, show. Definitely. We didn't talk the Witcher um, newest photos they released. 
Henry Cavill. Henry Cavill. Cavill. Yeah. Um, that was Cavill. I defended. I defended this when they released the the, the test images, the test photos. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, they're just test photos. Those, those aren't those. That's just bullshit. People are overreacting. <laughs> then they released like these actual, you know, in environment promo pictures. And it just looks strange to me. Does it look like the environment's been digitally Oh, it looks rendered? so green screened. Like, yeah. It looks, it looks cheesy. What, right. That's what it almost looks like a cutaway scene on a, on a video game or Dude, something. Dude, I don't, I don't get it. <laughs> I don't get it. How can you take the Witcher and then just make it look that cheesy? I know. I mean, that's a very atmospheric game, right? Uh, yeah. There's certain and parts. Horror. 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 Elements. Atmospheric. It's action, but it, it's never, it shouldn't look cheesy i don't want it to look like a video game i can't believe they did like that terrible green screened background bullshit like what the fuck is hopefully it's just maybe pressure from uh, a studio telling them you need to get get something out just i don't know man interest i hope they don't do that kind of stuff where it's it looks that weird it just looks weird and I, i tweeted that out i'm like i I defended this at first, but these <laughs> images, it's just strange. The images were strange. Well, let's wait and see something live, yeah, yeah, yeah. live action, but... I'm uh, not going to fully judge it until I watch it. Right. But from those images, which apparently are full-blown promo, you know, master images, it just looks strange. And apparently there's there was originally a book called The Witcher. Yeah, yeah, they're all books. They're all books. And I guess people were giving uh, talking shit that he didn't have both swords. Or he'll probably he'll, in the book he'll end he up getting both one, swords. Uh, you know, that was just a nerd alert. But, yeah, yeah. Whatever. Uh, yeah. I'm, I'm pretty sure they are going to follow the, the books more than the game, which makes uh, makes sense. Yeah. But um, yeah, the image is just... The story is probably more Aesthetically, I'm out. not talking about like... I'm just saying aesthetically. Aesthetics, it looked yeah, weird. The, the environment did not look <laughs> just, right. Yeah. No. Um. It looked like way so too we'll polished. See. Like uh, yeah, it looked. It just doesn't look. No, it doesn't look good. So we'll see. Yeah, just want to talk about that real quick. Um, all right, that'll do it. Uh, let us know what movies you're excited for for the rest of the year, or this year. Yeah. Um, what yeah. I'm probably most excited for is. Huh, that's a good question. Ah uh, shit. Zombieland, probably. Yeah, I would say after your, it would be Zombieland too for you. Zombieland or Doctor Sleep, man. I'm not sure. Star Wars. I know. <laughs> yeah, it has to be Zombieland for me. Yeah, I know. I think it might be it too. Yep, I'm know. really excited for that too. <laughs> yeah, we've already clarified. Like, if you had to pick one bullet to your, you know, gun to your head, I I have no idea, but uh, it might be it too. I forget the ones that you said before that, but yeah, there's a lot. All right, let Don't us know what you're excited about. Maybe yeah, <laughs> we'll be there a lot. We'll apparently. be there a lot for the rest of the year. <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ! Oh, money for this. Um. All right, cool. Tell them where to find you. Uh, at the Cine Snobcast on Twitter. Uh, you can find me at Jeff underscore Martino on Twitter. Uh, and I don't know if anybody has uh, the app Letterbox, but if you want to end up seeing the kind of movies that I watch or the kind of movies that Mike watched. I think we're both on there. Mm-hmm. My username is Jeff Martini. You can follow me on there. I keep a diary of every every movie I watch. Uh, it's mostly all just movies. Uh, but it's a, actually a great app 
for discovering movies in any genre. I yeah. love it. And it's free for most. Uh, and you get most of the features. Uh, this has not it. been sponsored by Letterboxd. No, no, no. I just wanted to throw <laughs> that out there because we're a uh, you know, uh, cinema and TV-based podcast. Yep. And it's a great app. If, no, you if introduced me to Letterboxd and I'm like, I use it all the time now. Yeah, I love it. I was like not using it right at first. And now I finally figured out how to actually like log yeah, things no, correctly. Yeah, it's great. And I, I like it a lot. Yeah, and I, I follow other, uh, you know, people I follow on, on movie podcasts and stuff and what they're watching and yep. reviews. It's great. Yep. Uh, yeah, so check yeah, this out was not Letterboxd. sponsored by Letterboxd. <laughs> or, or Shudder. Or Shudder. <laughs> or Bloody Disgusting. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm, I think, the Cine Snobcast on Letterboxd. So oh, if you really? search that, okay. it'll come up. Yeah, cool. Yeah. Oh, we have a YouTube channel as well now. Oh, yeah. Geo made us a YouTube yes. channel. So the so podcasts will be up on YouTube as well if you would rather listen to them that way. Yep. Um, but yeah, you can find us at the Cine Snobcast on Twitter. You can find me at Michael, Michael Amaral DP on Instagram and Twitter. Um, thanks for listening. Yep. Like, share, the subscribe. See you. Later.